to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I'm super excited about our episode today. We are talking about super simple ways that you can support your nervous system. And if you've been here for a minute, you know that I talk about the nervous system a lot because this is so key when it comes to regulating your cycle, supporting your fertility for baby making, even just like literally for you feeling your best mentally, physically, all of it. Our nervous system is so connected to everything. Well, first of all, everything in your body is connected, which you already know that. But your nervous system and your cortisol levels, when they're off, it causes a domino effect that negatively impacts all your sex hormones as well as every other hormone in your body because everything is connected. And if you know that your nervous system could use a little boost, if you're feeling like super fatigued or like you're really stressed out or you're just like kind of all over the place, feeling a little bit overwhelmed, we're going to talk about eight simple ways that you can incorporate these throughout your day. And you don't have to do all eight. Like I want you to like pick three to five of these to really get consistent with and then just like see how it makes such a big difference in your life. And obviously... I don't ever recommend starting with three to five at one time because that is just going to add more overwhelm to your plate. I always recommend starting one thing at a time, but it's simple things like this that have really nothing to do with your nutrition. Like this is all lifestyle based, but many of us have resistance around these things and just around supporting our nervous system in general because it doesn't feel quote unquote productive. It doesn't feel like we're actually doing something. Um, but if that's your mentality, which I feel feel you. I've been there. Okay. I'm a very like, go, go, go person. I got type a personality, but if that's your mentality, that's one of the reasons that your cycle and your fertility are not where you want it to be right now or yet. So it's extremely important to really take a look at how we're living our day to day, how we're maybe stressing out our nervous system when we don't even realize it. And just simple ways that we could really like calm ourselves down. And it doesn't seem like it would be as big of a deal, but it's literally just as important as shifting certain things that you're eating, as taking certain supplementation, as moving your body. Like it is just as important, if not more important, because again, if this is off, it does not matter what else you're doing. So let's get into it. All right. Number one, is not using your phone at least, at least 30 minutes before you go to bed and 30 minutes after you wake up. This has been so helpful for me, especially if you are someone, not even especially, but if you are someone who's like me, who maybe run a business online or you use your phone a lot for work, going to your phone first thing in the morning is literally the greatest way to stress your nervous system the F out. Being on your phone from the second you wake up to the second before you go to sleep, like that is so overstimulating for your system. Whether you're using it for work, whether you're using it just scrolling or whatever it is, it's so overstimulating. Plus it's bad for your eyes because the blue lights, like all the things, right? So 
really having boundaries around the amount of time that you have in the morning and the amount of time that you have at night where you're not on your phone anymore is so helpful. And I would start with at least 30 minutes. If you could go longer than that, that would be amazing, but start with at least 30 minutes. And this is not going to be easy because a lot of people will scroll in bed to like, quote unquote, help them fall asleep, which that actually does not help you fall asleep. It just really messes up your melatonin, your cortisol levels. It might help you feel like you're falling asleep, but it doesn't help you have quality sleep. So really check in with, are you immediately going onto your phone, going onto your emails, going onto Instagram, going onto TikTok, like whatever you're doing first thing in the morning. Like that is also such a great way to just get completely out of your body and into literally you're opening your door to thousands of people in the morning is like what you're doing if you're going on your email or social right away. So really having some boundaries around this is so, so helpful. You could start with both like the morning and the night. Just like, okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes, morning, night, or even start with 15 minutes. If you're like someone right away who you're doing it first thing in the morning and right up until you go to sleep, start with just 15 minutes. Um, but then obviously ideally getting to 30 or more, you could either just be like, okay, I'm just going to start with the morning for now, or I'm just going to start with the night, or you could do both. Um, putting your phone like away where you can't see it, like in a drawer or something at night could help you like out of sight, out of mind kind of a thing that sometimes I literally have to do that. I'm like, I have to just have it in the other room. I have to put it in a drawer where I'm not seeing it because Sometimes we literally unconsciously will just go to our phone and all of a sudden I'm like, I went to my phone to do something and all of a sudden I'm on the Instagram app and I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like I literally just went to my phone to go text somebody or look at Zillow or something and all of a sudden I'm on Instagram. Like it's so crazy. So having it out of sight, out of mind is really, really helpful. So that is number one. Number two is getting sunlight in your eyes in the morning to regulate your circadian rhythm. This is something I talk about in the Mind Your Hormones Method as a way to help support your blood sugar, but this also is supportive for your nervous system um, because when you're getting sunlight in your eyes in the morning, it helps regulate your circadian rhythm, which is supporting your cortisol levels. Our cortisol levels are naturally supposed to raise in the morning and then decrease at night. And our melatonin levels are supposed to decrease in the morning and raise at night. Those are your, uh, like your circadian rhythm regulating hormones. And they are all connected to your sex hormones, to your fertility, to your period, to all of it, right? So when you get sunlight in your eyes in the morning, this helps naturally raise your cortisol levels up. And it also lets your body know like, okay, now it's morning time. So then at nighttime, it's going to naturally decrease your cortisol levels. So you don't feel like that wired and tired at night or having trouble going to sleep, things like that. And like I said, it also supports your blood sugar, which is so amazing because dysregulated blood sugar is another huge root cause of all hormonal imbalances. And the blood sugar and the nervous system are like the two areas that we have to focus on the first. That's why they're the first two modules in the Mind Your Hormones Method, because there is an order to really healing your body in the most effective way for the best results. Um, and the blood sugar and the nervous system are top two, like those need to be in place. So you're getting like, you know, I don't like this term killing two birds with one stone because I don't want to kill a bird, but like, I don't know another saying for that. So you know what I mean? You're getting a better bang for your buck because you're getting this all in the morning, which is helping your nervous system. And it's also helping your blood sugar. So, um, an idea for you could be doing your workout next to a a sunny window or having breakfast next to a sunny window or going for a walk outside. Um, that's gonna, you know, get another bang for your buck because you're moving your body. You're also getting sunlight in the morning, like things like that. And obviously on the days where there's no sun, because you know, I live in the Northeast, I live in New York 
and we are definitely don't get sun all the time. You could get a light therapy lamp. Um, that could be really helpful to get some sunlight in your eyes in the morning. Obviously it's always best to get the natural sunlight, but we got to do what we got to do. So that's number two, such an easy way to help support your nervous system and just like regulate things out that have nothing to do with what you're eating. Okay. Which I love because there's so many things we could do to support ourselves. So that is number two. Number three is consuming less on social media. (laughs) So like, I know this one is so tough, but it's so needed. And again, there's so many times where like you, we go unconscious, like we don't even realize that we're on there and we don't even realize how much it's affecting our nervous system because you could be looking at things and comparing yourself to other people. You don't even realize that you're doing it. You're looking at uh, like carefully curated content and then you're sitting there, you're like, why is my life not seen this perfect? It's like, don't worry, their life isn't perfect either. It's just what you're seeing right now. So it is really tough to have these boundaries and consume less. But I notice a direct correlation to when I'm consuming less on social media, I'm so much happier in my day-to-day life than when I'm consuming a lot on social media. I'm way more comparative. My confidence is down. My self-esteem is down. I feel low mood. Like It is huge. So what has helped me for this are two things. Number one is going into your settings on your phone and setting a timer for your social media apps. And it'll let you know like, Hey, you've been on social for 45 minutes today. Time to close the app. Let's be honest. Sometimes I'm just like ignore because like I have to do something else on there or whatever, but it's, but it is a way for you to know like, Oh shit, it's already, I've already spent like 45 minutes or an hour on social today. Like let's close this shit down. So that's number one that really helps. And then number two is like, really, I only consume like four or less people's stuff on social media. Like there will be like four, like my business mentor, um, a couple other like accounts that I like to follow just like for, you know, like parenting purposes, stuff like that. Cause the season of life I'm in right now. And then that's it. Like I do not scroll through looking at the explore page or just scrolling through things. The only time I'll ever do that is if I'm looking for like an audio for myself to use for a reel, like for business purposes, for creating content. But other than that, like really choose who you want to consume. Obviously somebody that lifts you up, that you enjoy watching their content that is funny or that makes you laugh or that teaches you something, whatever it is, but really have a limit of the amount of people that you're actually going to consume on social media. Um, cause it's really going to help you obviously reduce the amount of time that you're on there, but also it's going to help with you with how you just feel about yourself. Because when we're looking at so many things on there, it's just like, our brain was not meant to take in that much information about other people's lives all at one time. So that is what I would suggest for that. And it is so freaking helpful. Start small. You could start with a timer. You could start with like, okay, I'm only going to look at, you know, these four people's stories. Um, and then that's it. Like, I'm not going to look at everybody else's, whatever it is. Okay. Like just little ideas for you. And again, we're going to go through eight ideas to help support your nervous system. And then what I want you to do is just pick like three to five of these that make sense for you and your season of life and then go from there. Okay. So I'm just giving you all these ideas and you're going to take what makes sense and leave what doesn't. That's always the vibe. Okay. All right. That is number three. Number four is showering and walking in silence. So I'm just like lumping these two together. Um, but these have been like, of all of these, I've noticed the biggest difference with these two tips right here, showering in silence and walking in silence. 
Okay. Obviously we're talking about the nervous system in this episode. So I have to make sure you know about this specific supplement that is essential for your nervous system, for your stress levels, also for your menstrual cycle, for your digestive system, all of it. And that's magnesium, but it's not just any type of magnesium. It's specifically magnesium bisglycinate. There's a lot of magnesium brands out there. You could see a lot like magnesium oxide. That's like a real cheap version of it. That's not actually effective or really absorbable in your body. So again, this is why not all supplementation is created equal. And it's really important that you know what types of supplements that you're taking and obviously the company that you're getting it from. So magnesium bisglycinate is the one that you want for supporting your stress levels, your nervous system. It helps improve your sleep. It helps you get like to sleep quicker and actually rest quick, uh, rest more deeply. It helps you poop more regular every day. It just decreases your stress and anxiety during the day. It supports your muscles and period cramps. Like it is so freaking powerful. This is like, it's hard to pick like my top supplement, but this is for sure top three, I would say. And I personally use the miracle worker from gut personal, which if you have tried it, you know that it's so freaking amazing. I've been using this product for over a year. I still am taking it while pregnant. Of course, always check with your doctor, but my sleep literally transformed when I started taking this. And that's like the biggest thing that I noticed right away on a like physical level. Obviously I know it's doing so much in my body as well, but I noticed right away how much better my sleep was. It's literally a miracle worker. It's called that for a reason. So gut personal is a brand that's actually focused around supporting your gut and personalizing supplementation to what gut needs you actually have. Um, and because magnesium bisglycinate is so freaking powerful for your gut, this is one of their products. They have so many different products. I also use their vitamin D three drops. I like that it's a liquid form because you could tailor the dosage to what you specifically need. And I just like that it's really absorbable in the liquid form. It also has K2 with it, which makes the vitamin D3 more absorbable. Um, but I just wanted to make sure you knew at least about the magnesium bisglycinate since we're talking about your nervous system today. So if you are looking for high quality supplementation, I personally know the owner and founder of this company. I use and trust this company. Like th- this, the miracle worker, literally, I cannot express it enough. Just try it. I personally use the powdered form. It tastes really, really good. I have it in a wine glass every night with room temperature water. And let me just freak tell you how much better you're going to sleep. Like every single person that's tried it, maybe you specifically who you're listening to this right now has messaged me and they're like, I literally can't go night without it. So humor me and try it and then message me and tell me how much you love it. So if you go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne, you can check out the miracle worker. Again, I prefer the powdered one. And obviously they have so many other supplements. And because you're a listener of the show, you save 10% using code Corinne at checkout, C-O-R-I-N-N-E on any of their products. Um, I just really wanted to make sure you know about the miracle worker because it literally is a miracle worker. So go check it out. Gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. Use code Corinne at checkout for a sweet discount. And then then come slide into my DMs and let me know how much you love it. The majority of our day, we're consuming something, right? Like we're consuming a podcast, we're listening to music, we are reading a book, we're in meetings, we're reading stuff, we're writing emails, we're talking to people, like we're always consuming, consuming, consuming. And even like social media aside, just like in our day-to-day life, 
and it's very overstimulating. So when I switched from listening to podcasts or audibles or whatever on my entire walk, even sometimes music, like I switched it to 75% of my walks are now in complete silence. Like I'm listening to nothing. I'm listening to nature. I'm letting my ideas run wild. I'm letting all the thoughts come just flushing out of my head. It has been such an amazing way for me to like get all my thoughts out. If you're someone like I am and you have like a crazy amount of things going on in your head at one time. This has been so helpful for like just letting your thoughts flush out and not feel so overstimulated. So like, like I said, 75% of the walk I'll do in silence. And then the last like 15 minutes, I'll listen to an Abraham Hicks or I'll listen to, um, music. Sometimes I really don't even listen to podcasts on walks that much anymore. Once in a while, I will, I tend to listen to podcasts more when I'm like doing stuff around the house, like cooking or cleaning or um, getting ready, like things like that, um, or driving. But this has been super, super helpful. So walking in silence and then showering in silence. These are pockets of your day. Like if you go for walks daily or if you shower daily, which I'm sure you do, even if you're not washing hair, I only wash my hair like twice a week. So let's not get it twisted, but I'm still showering every day, still washing the body. Okay. Which I hope you are too. So these are things that we're doing every day where we can easily incorporate stuff that's going to help support our nervous system. So instead of listening to whatever you listen to, when you're in the shower, listen to nothing and just like visualize the day washing off of you, like energetically cleanse everything off. Just be in silence, let your thoughts flush out. And it's just pockets of our day where we're not consuming. And it's so important because if you think about it, literally how many hours of a day are you consuming stuff? 15 minutes in the shower is really not that much time, but it makes a huge, huge difference. So walking in silence, showering in silence, I mean, just try it. It is so freaking helpful. Okay. All right. That is number four. Number five is skipping caffeine, which I have so many episodes on caffeine. We can link below like the two that are most popular because I'm not going to get into all of that right now, but caffeine is obviously a stimulant, whether that's a pre-workout, whether that's coffee, whatever it is, it is a stimulant. And the less that you consume the stimulant, the more your nervous system benefits from it, right? It just is how it is. So you can try alternatives if you're a coffee drinker. I would recommend trying alternatives like Dandy Tea or Four Sigmatic or Mud Water. These are like coffee like tasting drinks that don't have caffeine in them. So you could try that out. Um, if you're a pre-workout person, just cut that shit out. That's my advice for that. I don't recommend an alternative for that. Um, I just don't believe that that's necessary to jack your cortisol levels up before you're about to do a workout. It just is really not great for your hormones, especially if you're someone right now who's looking to regulate their period and support their fertility. Like that is something that we don't need to do, especially because a lot of people will have the pre-workout on an empty stomach. It is just not a vibe. Listen to the episodes that I have on that. I will link them below if you haven't already listened to them. Okay. So this is a simple one, just like really doing your best to reduce caffeine as much as possible, especially if you are someone who has a cycle right now and you are not on hormonal birth control and you're not pregnant and you are getting your period your 10 to 14 days before your period and your luteal phase, this is when your cortisol levels are naturally higher. So we want to make sure that you are really avoiding and skipping the caffeine, especially during that time, because that is when it's going to really mess up your nervous system even more if you are consuming caffeine. So you could, you could even just start with that. Just start with skipping the caffeine, the 10 to 14 days before your period. And then you could work, work your way from there and try some of these alternatives like dandy tea, four sigmatic mud water. I have zero affiliation for them, have no codes for you for them or anything like that. But these are some that my clients really have liked when they were switching off of um, coffee and, and getting out of, uh, getting away from caffeine. So that is number five. 
And then similar to that is number six, which is slowing down your workouts. Again, I've talked about this a ton with really supporting your nervous system and your cycle and your fertility. If your nervous system needs some love, it does not need your cortisol level to be jacked up a ton with lots of cardio because the more that your cortisol levels are raised, which obviously they're raised during a workout when you're doing it, like especially a high intense cardio workout, the lower your progesterone levels are and the lower your progesterone levels are, the more dis, the more irregular your period will be, the more PMS that you'll have, the more, uh, the less likely you will be able to actually get pregnant and hold on to a pregnancy, the more your metabolism is going to be messed up, your thyroid is going to be messed up, your bone health, like it is such an important hormone. So we really, really want to do our best to not overstimulate our body and overexercise to the point where we're chronically getting that cortisol level up. Um, and so you, you know yourself best. You know if you're in a place right now where you're like, I just am like, your body feels like it needs a break, but you're just not willing to give it to, to the, give your body that break because you have just been so conditioned to thinking like you have to go, 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 go. I have to work out so hard because if I don't, I'm not going to see the results. Like we are in this mentality, but that is not how we're meant to work. And obviously if you are someone who has an irregular period or you're struggling with your fertility, like clearly some of the things that you're doing right now are not actually supporting you where you want to go yet. So that's why we have to try these different things out, even though it can be uncomfortable. And same thing that goes with the coffee, where it's even more, and just caffeine in general, where it's most important to reduce that during the, your luteal phase, the 10 to 14 days before your period. Same thing goes for the cardio, really avoiding and reducing that 10 to 14 days before your period, because just like I said before, your cortisol levels are naturally higher in your luteal phase. So we don't want to continuously raise that up with intense workouts if you are someone, again, who's not on hormonal birth control, you're not pregnant and you're getting a cycle, that is what's happening because your hormones are fluctuating throughout the month. Um, I have a ton of episodes on that too if you haven't dove into all of those yet. Okay, so that is number six. Number seven, obviously meditation. I mean, I'm not talking about the nervous system without talking about meditation. We're not going to get into details on it. I mean, we all know that meditation is going to support our nervous system. We all know it helps naturally lower your cortisol level. It expands your mind, increases your creativity. It is one of the most powerful things you can do. Obviously, this one is top of my list, along with the walking in silence and showering in silence, but meditation. Start with even five minutes every day, and you could always increase from there, but it makes the biggest difference. Okay. So that is all I'm going to say about that. Number seven is meditation. And the last one is sea salt in the morning. This is such a good one. Um, and you could do this like with yourself, which is a sea salt grinder, or you could use something that I use called LMNT, which I'll talk about in a second. Again, I have no affiliation with them, but the reason why this helps your cortisol levels and your nervous system is because when you have sea salt in, a, in the morning, it naturally raises your blood pressure, which is what's supposed to happen in the morning. Your blood pressure will naturally raise in the morning. That's just like what happens on a biological level. So this sea salt will naturally help your blood pressure raise, and it takes the burden off of your adrenal glands from having to do it because your adrenal glands are usually the ones that are pumping that up and helping raise that blood sugar in the, uh, not blood sugar, sorry, blood pressure in the morning. So when you consume sea salt in the morning, 
it, it relieves your adrenal glands from having to do that. So it saves them a little bit. So they're not continuously having to pump some stuff out because they're going to have to during the day, the rest of the day for stressful situations, for exercise, for just like whatever else is going on. So it really takes the burden off your, your adrenal glands from having to raise that blood pressure. So having sea salts first thing in the morning is so, so helpful to nourish your cortisol levels, to nourish your nervous system, to really nourish your adrenal glands. So you can either add sea salt, like uh, if you get a Himalayan pink sea salt grinder, you could add it to your warm lemon water. You can add it to your plain glass of water that maybe you have in the morning, or you could get Elementi. This is personally what I do. I love Elementi. It's the letter L, the letter M, the letter N, the letter T. It's just a sea salt packet. And it, it doesn't just have sea salt. It has electrolytes in it, including sea salt, has potassium, sodium, like all the things. Um, I have continuously taken it while pregnant. It is pregnancy safe. However, always consult your doctor if you are pregnant. But what I do is I have a water bottle that I fill up the night before with filtered room temperature water. I put the LMNT in it. My favorite is the citrus flavor, but they have so many good flavors. Um, shake it up. My water bottle is ready to go in the morning. It's the first thing I drink in the morning. And I'm not even kidding you. I literally feel more awake. Like I feel my brain hydrating because it also really hydrates you because sodium water flows where sodium goes. So when you're having these electrolytes first thing in the morning, with the water, it's allowing your cells to actually hydrate. Like my eyes literally open up more. My brain turns on. I feel more clear. It is so freaking amazing. And it's also, again, supporting your nervous system. So such an easy thing that you could do is either getting the LMNT or just putting sea salt in your water. You could just do that too. Like you, you, whatever is easiest for you, but it's so, so, so helpful. So those are the eight tips. I'm going to run through them really quick. And then again, just pick three to five of them that make sense for you. Start incorporating them one thing at a time into the pockets of your life. And this does make such a huge difference. It's not just what you're eating. It's not just a supplementation. Like we have to take it bigger and broader and wider. And you're going to notice a huge difference. Okay. So number one, no phone, at least 30 minutes before waking up and 30 minutes after, sorry, 30 minutes before you go to sleep and 30 minutes after you wake up. Number two is getting sunlight in the morning. Number three, consuming less on social. Number four, walking in silence and or showering in silence. Number five is skipping the caffeine, especially in your luteal phase. Number six, slowing down your workouts, also especially especially in your luteal phase. Seven is meditation and eight is sea salt in the morning. So take what makes sense, leave what doesn't. I can't wait to hear what you think of this episode and how it really, really supports you. And if you are someone right now who your cycle is all over the place, you maybe have a lot of PMS, you've been trying to conceive and you're like, Corinne, I am just researching all this shit. I'm trying all these different things. I'm trying all these different herbs. Nothing is working. I'm shifting my workouts. I'm changing what I'm eating. My doctors are wanting me to put on, are wanting to put me on medication. Like they want me to start IVF. I don't know what to do. Like I've been there. I get it. And this is literally why I created the Mind Your Hormones Method because I spent so many years of my life feeling so defeated, having no freaking clue why I wasn't seeing results. I was eating healthy. I was working out. I was trying supplementation. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Why is my period not coming back? And it's because I, the things I was doing, they weren't actually addressing the root cause of what's going on. And unfortunately in our medical system, they're all about just treating the symptom and that doesn't do shit. We have to treat where the symptom is coming from, what the actual cause is. And that is exactly what we do in the mind your hormones method. We go through the major root causes of all hormonal 
imbalances, including your nervous system, including your blood sugar, your gut, your liver, inflammation, nutrient deficiencies. And I teach you simple ways that you could shift what you're doing in your day-to-day life to heal that root cause so you can see a difference. So your period can regulate out. So there's no more pain. There's no more PMS. You can naturally conceive. You could thrive with PCOS. Like, all of the above. Okay. So if this is something that you're interested in and you're done doing it on your own and you really want a step-by-step roadmap, check the link in my bio, not in my bio. Well, it's also my bio. If you're watching this on YouTube or whatever, or on Instagram, but check the link in the show notes. If you're listening to this on podcast, and that is where the um, information will be for joining the mind your hormones method. And obviously if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Okay. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to hear what you thought of this episode and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.